Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real. You're already working hard to earn your money. But how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment automated investment and savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Thursday, November 17th. And we are here, we, Mark and I, are here to help you make better financial decisions. Oh, Mark, I forgot to tell you, I went through the whole HSA, um, HGHP, HSA rabbit hole with my spouse. Uh, what was, do you know what your out-of-pocket maximum is on your plan if you do this? Uh, I'd have to look. I, I did read it earlier when we were doing this, but I'd have to look. Oh, my God. Ours is so high that it may not wor- be worth it. I mean, just because we're also old. Like if we were young, maybe, but it's a big number, dude. It's definitely more advantageous if you're on the younger side. I know. When you're old farts like us, it may not make sense. Anyway, this is going to be a great thing for many people. I'm not sure that we're going to be able to take part in it because it's just we're late in our lives and the out of pocket is so much and we're old farts. So who knows? But I will say that I don't think we're going to do it. Okay. uh, Let's get to your questions. This is from Louise who writes, Jill and Mark, first off, you guys rock. I've learned so much from you. I've got a totally different view of money and it feels so much better than my previous view. That makes me feel good. I just turned 64 and I'm recently divorced. Wow. That sucks. I feel I have somewhat of a grip on my finances, but I could use your insight to make sure I'm going in the right direction. I feel like I'll be okay, but then again, dot, 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 you know that, then again. Okay, here's what's going on with Louise. I'm retired. I receive a pension of $2,300 a month. Health insurance is fully covered until I'm 65. That's so good. I recently sold my home. I purchased a home closer to my child. I have a $118,000 30-year mortgage at 4%. House is worth two seventy-five. dollars no other debt. I have options to work part-time and earn about $1,000 to $1,500 a month. I still fully fund my Roth every year with my part-time income. I would like to stop working by the time I'm 66, if not sooner. Social Security at full retirement, $2,040 a month. My monthly expenses are $3,600 a month. 
36 pension. So that looks like we're good. We're good. We got expenses, you know, social security pension are 4,300 monthly expenses are 3,600. So it looks like net after taxes, probably perfect. Now I would like to be able to spend $5,000 a month to do some of the things that I would enjoy. Okay. Let's see if she can do it. The Roth IRA has 560 grand rollover IRA, 123. 403B67. So now 560, 760. Brokerage account, 260. Brokerage account with digital advisor, blah, 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 all bunch of money, a variable life insurance policy. Bottom line is you can spend five grand a month because you got a million dollars saved. And so here's something that's interesting. So let me just talk about these variable life insurance policies. She owns a variable life insurance policy on her ex that has a cash value of 122000 She's got a variable life insurance policy on herself with a cash value of 123 I don't know what to do with them. She says she still makes monthly payments. Okay, stop making monthly payments on those. I've just saved you 550 bucks a month. She says, I understand cashing them out could result in a taxable event on the amount over what's paid into the policies. So she's paid in 149 and she would take out about 250. So what should she do with these? She said, my thought is to convert my rollover IRA to a Roth. Should I stop paying into the Roth? Uh, her income's 42,000 and she has to pay capital gains on a rental property that was sold. Here's what I think. 42,000 bucks, whatever you pull out of these policies is going to be ordinary income. Why don't we do this over the next two years? Why not? Why don't we take one policy and cash it out this year and pay the, the tax due? And then in January or February, do the same thing with the second policy because you've got low income right now. And I don't see exactly why we need to actually try to negotiate that. We'll just like pay the tax that's due. Who cares? And you could do this and then do it before you hit social security age. You can make all your tax, you know, get all your taxes behind you. And I don't know. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure that you need to do much more than those two annuities and have the cash that's available. Even after taxes, you're not going to have that much of a hit. You know, you're probably going to have 75 grand. That'll help you for the next couple of years. I think that's the easiest way to do it. Now, the next question is, should you convert? I don't know. I think that what I would do is I would not convert. I think what you should do is to beef up your cash accounts. You have $65,000 right now, beef up those cash accounts and you'll be helped by the variable life insurance policies with those cash values. Even after you pay the taxes, you'll have the tax that's due. That'll give you a few years. Let's see really if you're spending five grand a month or not when you retire. I don't know. Maybe you're going to be paying more like 4,000. If you think about it, right this second, you have this pension, you turn 64. If you want to retire sooner than you get your social security, you can pull this money out of the the annuities, pay for what you need to pay for, claim your social security benefit and move on. And uh, Mark, do you think she should be converting? I really don't because most of her money is already in Roth and taxable accounts. It's not a huge chunk that's in tax deferred. Yeah, I think that you're just fine, Louise. And I would, again, I would use those two variable policies, take the cash account, do them one at a time, pay the tax that's due, live on some of that money, and reassess and then do it again next year. And I think you'll be fine. I really do. 
Okay, this is from Kevin. Jill, my parents are retired. They're in their early 80s. My father was a fire chief for a rural, I hate to say that word. I sound like an idiot when I say that word. Say it again for me, Mark. Rural? See, it's hard to say. It reminds me of there was a joke on 30 Rock when um, one of the cast members was in a in a movie called The Rural Juror. <laughs> okay, let's get back to Kevin's parents. His father was a fire chief in a fire district in Washington State that was not in a city. Uh, recently, a law was passed in Washington that will pay out a sum from the state retirement plan in the amount of around $19,000. Hmm. The letter received from the state plan says that the funds can be received as a direct deposit, a paper check, or as a rollover to an eligible plan. What are the best options for my parents to avoid tax penalties on this amount? Well, I mean, you can roll it into an IRA rollover, but it's going to be all, it's going to be taxed at some point. It'll just start to move into that uh, realm of what is required to take out the required minimum distributions. So I don't know what else, what other income your parents have, but I would roll it over to at least start to give you some options and then figure out how to take it out. Otherwise you could, if they need cash and you don't want to even start doing that, you can have the funds received as a direct deposit and have them withhold 20% for taxes. That's kind of the the other option. If they just want that cash, fine. Make sure taxes are withheld if they can. If not, make sure that you withhold some money for taxes because that will be a taxable event. It will add $19,000 to your parents' taxable income for this year. So that's what you have to think about. Hi, Jill and Mark. Love, capital love, listening to both of your podcasts and the banter. Mark, we have witty banter. Well, I was editing in a recent episode and I was laughing out loud at one of our exchanges. What were we talking about? We were talking about hygienists and them jabbing the hell out of our gums. <laughs> we amuse ourselves, which is good. Okay. Natalie says she's single. She's 51 years old. She rents. She's got no debt and no property, no pension. She makes $156,000 a year plus a $10,000 bonus. Finally, someone who's going to work till they're 67. And she says, and I don't mind working longer if needed. By the way, if anyone from CBS is listening, I don't mind working longer either if you extend my contract. I'm happy to do it. Okay. Expenses are about 90 grand a year. Social security will be uh, $3,300 a month and may need a car. She says, I'll buy it used, 20 grand. And may need to assist in renovating mother's home. There's no mortgage left. Plan to take care of my mom in old age to be determined what the kids will do with the home long term. I'm currently healthy. Mom is healthy, but has diabetes to manage. I believe dental's not included in Medicare, which is so expensive and out of pocket. Again, let me just like let us not rant about our dental frustrations, Mark. Would love to understand how to determine how much I'll need at retirement recommended retirement calculators or certified financial planners that I could work with to confirm I'm on the right track. She's in California. Okay. Here's what she's got. Let's see if she's on the right track, Mark. She's got a hundred grand in cash already. I love her. Fidelity, $400,000 in traditional IRA. Wants to know whether she should convert that. She's got 35 in a Roth IRA, 15 grand in a taxable brokerage, five grand in HSA, 10 grand in checking all self-managed with three major index funds, 63% U.S. stock, 27% international stock, 10% fixed income, 
believe my strategy is quite aggressive, but I still feel comfortable riding the wave. Okay. If you feel comfortable, I feel comfortable. Here's what else we got. Vanguard 401k, a Roth, 50 grand. She contributes $27,000 a year, match $10,000. That's pretty good. She also puts 18% of her paycheck into the uh, Roth 401k, 5% after tax. Uh, She's got a target date fund, HSA. She maxes everything out. Uh, Then she's got stock units, 25 grand vested, three more years to vest another 85 grand. She says, to diversify, I'm thinking of selling these as soon as it vests. Yes, I love that idea. I don't even care what the company is. I'm just saying, yes, do that. And she said, to diversify, I will sell this as soon as it vests. And are the below the correct steps to do this and make way for a backdoor Roth? Okay. So first of all, if you're going to be doing a backdoor Roth, let's just start in general. Yeah. You want to make sure that you move your whatever IRA asset you have into a retirement plan through work. So that's true. But I don't know if your RSU issue is triggering this question or not. I don't think that the RSUs are part of a pre-tax scenario. So I think that the questions you're asking about backdoor Roth, let's just back up a second and just say, if the RSUs, you sell them off, you put them into your brokerage account. Otherwise, I don't think you need to be doing any conversions right now. I think that you've got 400 grand in this traditional IRA. You're using your, now you're going to be using a Roth going forward. You're going to be working for, you know, 16, 17 more years. I don't think you need to convert. I think you need more cash because if you're going to have to help take care of your mom and do some stuff and, you know, maybe even think about whether or not you have to spend some of your money to help with the house, I think you need more cash. And even though you have a hundred grand, that could get soaked up. How much more how much more work needs to get done in this house? I don't know. I think you're on the right track, but the the thing with mom is definitely the hurdle that you face. Mark, do you think doing a backdoor rough makes sense for her? I would just continue, you know, max out that workplace retirement plan like she's doing. And then if there's anything else, anything surplus, you know, she only has 15K in the brokerage account. I would start probably focusing on that. Yeah. And I, I'll tell you one other thing just to be um, sort of clear thinking about going forward with this. I think you need to have a conversation with your siblings that if you're going to spend your money to do some improvement to the house, then I think there should be some accommodation when your mom eventually dies that you're going to get something back from that unless you have bust out siblings that need your help also. But I, I think that some of this should be papered so that you're protected. Not that I think your siblings are bad or anything. <laughs> it sounded kind of awful when I said it back to my in my head. You're on the right track. Keep saving. And then maybe we'd love to hear a little bit more about your mom's situation to see if the house thing has a better, if we have a better game plan for that. Okay. Oh, Mark, here we go. Small business owner. Here we go. I'm a psychologist in her early 30s. What's her name? Wait a second. Kirsten. I'm a psychologist in her early 30s. I began listening to your podcast years ago. And your advice has guided many of my family's financial decisions thus far. We're big fans. Thank you. I'm excited to reach out to you now as I started my own private practice in mid-2021. And I'm loving it for personal and financial reasons. Exclamation point. I am finally at the point where I want to nail down a retirement strategy. All right, we're going to help you. Here's some background. Husband makes 75 grand a year. I have an LLC 
and I pay a reasonable salary of 75 grand via W-2. I also take owner's draws. And as of the summer, I'd pay myself 23 grand in owner's draws this year. I pay quarterly taxes, health insurance through husband's job. He has a retirement plan through Fidelity. He contributes 9% to a Roth 401k, 7% to a traditional 401k. We're using target date funds. I currently have a SEP IRA. I'm contributing 9% from the employee side, 3% employer match. And it's uh, through ADP and that's who runs her payroll. Ready for your questions. Number one, do you recommend a SEP IRA or a solo 401k at this point? I believe I can have both, but I'm thinking we aren't at the point financially where having both will be beneficial. I'm going to say 401k, Mark, a solo 401k, because she can then do a Roth 401k, right? Ding, ding, ding. Okay. Number one answered. Solo 401k, use a Roth. I have a Roth IRA through Vanguard and a retirement plan through my former employer with about $5,400. And here she goes. She says, I'm thinking about opening a solo 401k through them. I don't know much about the pros and cons. If you agree that I should open the solo 401k, traditional versus Roth, we want you to do a Roth. As a side note, we started with over $95,000 of student loans in 2015. We have a balance of $26,000. We've been taking a break and paying the loans to save for a down payment. We currently have $54,000 in our savings account we plan to use to buy a home in one and a half years. I want to share this information as saving for a large down payment is part of our short-term goals. Hmm. Okay. Here's what I think. I think that you should use a 401k. You should use a solo 401k with the Roth option. I think that your husband should also probably be using his Roth 100%. Do you agree with that, Mark? Yes, I was going to say that. You beat me to it. All right, good. I do think that if you're saving for a home, you might have to pull back on your 401k contribution because it doesn't sound like you have that much money saved for a house. And so, you know, when you say you've got 54000 in a saving, how much how much you have to pay for a house? I don't know where you live. So I think that, yes, I could see you taking that SEP IRA getting any old retirement money that's pre-tax, rolling it all into one account, leaving it alone. You don't need a separate IRA anymore. Then new solo 401k for you, make it a Roth 401k because you know you make money, but you should also be taking a lot of expenses through your business as much as you possibly can. For your husband, I think he should use a Roth 401k as well. But you guys need to be saving more money, I think, for a house. So if that meant that if you look at your husband and you say that he is putting in 9% to his 401k, his Roth 401k, 7% to the traditional, so he's putting away a lot of money, what if you both tried to just do, I don't know, 10% mark each for each of them in in a Roth 401k? And the rest of the money and the rest of the cash flow has to go into cash. Because if you buy a house, I presume your expenses are going to go up. And it seems like you need more money for a down payment. If we're wrong, if all of a sudden you're telling me like, no way, I got a house here that I can buy for 150 grand and I'm, and I'm wrong about this, then please get back in touch with us. But I think you're a little light on your savings for the house. That's what I think. Good job though, knocking off uh, 70 grand of student loan debt in seven years. 70 grand in seven years. It's pretty good. I have to say that... Um, This student loan forgiveness seems to me a bit of a cluster blank right now. Are you counting on it going through or not, Mark? If I had student loans, there's not a chance that I would be counting on it. If it happens, great, but there's no way I'm counting on it. 
does that mean you should pay off what you can now at 0% interest and leave yourself with the 10000 I would, yeah. You heard it here. Mark Talercio says, pay it off. And, and if you have the 20000 forbearance that's coming, then, you know, pay up to that. But be prepared. This could really vanish, gang. I know we were all looking forward, unless you're part of the public school loan forgiveness plan. That's different. Then you have a shot. I think we're done today. It's a week until Thanksgiving. Mark, I ordered my pies. I ended up going to Ore Washers, which I love Ore Washers, which is up here on the uh, Upper West Side. I ordered, here's my order exactly, one classic apple, one pumpkin, Jackie, she loves pumpkin, uh, half dozen mini black and white cookies, which I love. I think Ore Washers has great black and whites, one four-pack chocolate chip cookie, one three-pack chocolate chocolate brownie. What do you think? Sounds good. We're going to, I'm going to make a, uh, I'm going to make an apple pie. Amanda's going to make a ricotta pie. That's her, that's her staple. Oh, I got to taste that. I got to taste that. I think I'll come down next week because I still have your present from Greece sitting in my closet. I just realized it yesterday. Okay, gang, that's it. That is the program. Thanks so much for listening. And we remind you to please lift someone up today. Grit, growth, grace. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.